Hello fellow McClunkies and welcome to Free Blurgs and a Bounty, the only Mandalorian discussion show hosted by the Imperial Senate podcast. I'm your host Charlie Ashby and joining me today are my fellow Bounty Hunter Guild comrades. First up is our dear friend Nikki Kumar. How's it going buddy? Suga, 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 suga. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you sound like a Wookiee there mate. Yeah, no, no, that's pretty good. So are you doing well? <laughs> or is it just the egg? <laughs> is that what you want to say? Suga. <laughs> okay, okay. What about you, Claire? We're joined by the wonderful Claire Stripling. Hi, guys. And I'm not as suga as Nikki is, but I'm doing pretty suga. That's not too bad. So yeah. you're, you're 50% egg. 50 suga, yeah. 50% suga. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> if we're all good, we'll sig it up. Um, I think we should just you know, dive in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get started, I just wanted to thank our dear friend Dom Legatsby for that amazing Mandalorian intro. That was the first time I heard it. And I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> That's like, Thank you, Dom, because I was just, I had myself muted and I was uh, definitely, definitely dancing in my chair because that was, that was rad. Thanks, Dom's buddy. a G. He is. I, I kept that little secret from you guys, and yeah. I just thought it'd be fun to, so, you know, dive in. <laughs> I was so psyched. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Well, let's kick off on the episode, episode two of The Mandalorian, called The Child. Um, so, I think we should just kickstart with Claire. What were your main thoughts about the episode in general? Um, main thoughts. So... I thought it was super fun. I love I love me some Jawas. I love me some Nick Nolte and um, cute baby Yoda doing adorable baby Yoda things. Uh, yes, count me in. I love my little my little cuties with their adorable long ears and and eating small reptiles and things like that. I am all I was all for it. I thought it was really fun. Um, didn't feel like it had a whole lot of consequences for the story as a whole i feel like if this was an animated show this might have been considered a filler episode um i think that's what we would all be calling it but i really enjoyed it i thought that um i thought it was just classic star wars humor and classic star wars hijinks and um i just i i was delighted by this one it was a lot of fun okay awesome 
Um, what about you, Nikki? What was the uh, what were your main thoughts in the episode? Um, I thought it was it was it was very interesting uh, to have gone from sort of the the shootout and I guess a more like the first episode wasn't particularly like actiony, but this one was very quiet and like limited. Um, I think mm. I think uh, it took eleven minutes before the first actual dialogue. If, like if you don't count a Jawa shouting, um, until like the first actual meaningful words were said, uh, it was like yeah, eleven minutes. So like I, I I'd love to read the script for this episode because that's you know ten pages of basically um, nothing <laughs> being said by anyone. Um, so yeah, it's it's really cool and Baby Yoda so cute, and yeah, it's just it it opened up a lot of the character, which was cool for me. Yeah, I I, I also felt like it was interesting the route they took with that. Mm-hmm. You know, no one talking for a bunch of the half the episode basically, um, and how much. It wasn't a problem in my in my opinion, uh, certainly. Right. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the episode. Actually, I think one of the key things I liked about it was that everyone kept talking about how much they love Empire and how much that fed into the first episode. And I w- I had a little feeling in my gut watching the first episode, which I think was cemented by this one, which was that actually it's not really Empire that. Uh, sort of makes me love this more. It's actually a new hope, and that actually feels very much like a new hope, mm-hmm. especially with the whole Jawa sequence. And apart from like a few bits in Attack of the Clones, and I think Phantom Menace, like you don't really get to see these characters that much. And it's just it was just fun to like watch this happen and dive into this world and this minutiae of basically it's it's you know. A bunch of hooligans <laughs> stealing, <laughs> stealing shit from your car, and you're trying to get it back for, for ten minutes, and your kids chasing after you. It was interesting. I thought it was really, really fun. Yeah, it was. I thought it was really cool to uh, to see the like the cockpit of the sand crawler. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. an angle we've never yeah. gotten before. Yeah, and they're like communication little like horns and stuff. I thought that was really funny. And I loved the I it's it's hard to imagine the inside layout of a sand crawler. Are there multiple floors? Are there whatever? But it was so funny to see um just like watching them open the trap doors on different levels as he's climbing up and and it was just such like the word that kept coming to my mind the whole time was just whimsical. It was like the most whimsical action sequences this entire episode and I just adored it mm. especially the jawas the jawas just are so they're so like weird and little and cute and dear to my heart and i love that we just embraced the weirdness in this one yeah for sure it was like jawas really lend themselves to that kind of like goofy action that we saw <laughs> yeah and it was but it's still like I, brutal I, though <laughs> it was like disintegrating oh, them and like throwing them <laughs> oh off my the God, edge yeah. and stuff. That was a lie. Yeah. So it was like it was both silly and also like, oh shit, <laughs> this is going down. <laughs> He's not fucking around here, little bastards. It must be a really hard time to be a Jawa. <laughs> like, right? They either get burnt or disintegrated. 
Yeah. Also, wow, I didn't realize that his blaster packed that much of a punch. That rifle? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, my God. He didn't do that to anybody in the previous episode, did he? I don't think I remember that because that was shocking to me. I wonder if it's like he has to load it with a specific round or something. Yeah, I think that's the case. Like set your blaster to stun or to bolts or to full-on disintegration. Because we actually... Oh, that explains Vader's no disintegrations right there. (laughs) Apparently, Mandos are prone to that. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. None of that. Um, yeah, I really, I really like that moment as well. Actually, the fact that we actually see him use the the, the um, ammunition on these uh, bandolier, which we never really seen yeah. Star Wars, yeah. is actually being used um, for once, which is pretty cool. And like you said about the Jawas, I have to say something right now. On the main show, I made a joke, and I was being very, very flippant about the Black Series. Uh, what are they called? Oh, the off-world Jawas. Off-world Jawas. I have to apologize. I thought it was just a random, weird choice for a figure, but they're going to be a hit. They're going to be a hit because <laughs> I want one now. I, I'm pro Jawa. Can I tell you, I'm pro- like, probably on Saturday after the episode, I went and bought one. <laughs> yes! Uh, <laughs> <it's really Yep. laughs> and please tell me that Jawa came with an egg. Mm, egg you have to make yourself gosh <laughs> did you when you got to the till and the, the the lady was like so is this for like a sibling did you just shout <laughs> i lofted it in the air yeah right away <laughs> slice the top off <laughs> that was a, that was a hell of a shot i every time i watched that episode again that cleave is just a, such a clean cleave. I know, right? I know Shouts that, to the Jawas. That sound effect. Don't I know. fuck with Jawas, man. They'll cut you in half, apparently. <laughs> now, now my question is, how like, how have Jawas gotten those eggs in the past? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> have they just like sacrificed scores of their brethren to, to get their sweet, sweet suga? You say that, and I'm automatically picturing Pikmin but with Jawas, <laughs> just throwing them <laughs> at the giant monster. Oh my god! Is they're getting they eaten, just, ripped apart? They reprogram the droids they pick up. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been Freepio's fate. Could have been. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, I think another really key aspect of this episode was um, the direction of Rick Famuyiwa, who killed it. So good. Um. I think it, it's like you can tell this is a guy who like has um you know like sort of vast experience and sort of a, in a mm. different kind of storytelling, right? Like like this was a unique episode and yeah. there were so many just little subtle things like just starting at the very beginning um it's very it's very subtle where you see that attack is coming where it's just shadows on the canyon walls and then the the shot where the mando turns and then you see in the reflection of the helmet the figures jumping across the chasms you know it's like these little yeah. these little things and then and then just the you know the baby yoda shots of <laughs> him watching just watching <laughs> the mando like trying to do stuff oh my god trying to heal him incredible and yeah it's like there's so much there was so much storytelling without saying anything which was which is just epic, and especially during the 
the Mudhorn fight where he's he basically gives up at the end. And just the, the shot of the helmet in the mud, you know, he's just covered in mud except for the T-visor. Um, yeah, there's there's so many great directing choices that I feel like is brought upon when you, I don't know, bring people from different backgrounds and experiences, you know? Yes. Different perspectives, mm-hmm. literally in this case, giving yep. us different perspectives from our creatives and different shots in different in different perspectives in that way right and there's that there's that really awesome shot like the camera movement where it's like a high up um shot of the mandalorian and it just comes down and focuses on into like a a smaller headshot Mm -hmm. um that's so good it's like you said having more diverse filmmakers in this universe is only a good thing in my opinion for sure um, what did you think about all the Baby Yoda stuff? Because obviously that's what we're all going crazy for. Uh, we've seen Dave Filoni say it's okay to call him Baby Yoda. He's <laughs> <laughs> always good. It's a blessing. I mean, what, Thank you. Yeah, check what out else are we supposed to call it? I mean, let's be real. It's a baby I mean, exactly. fucking Yoda. Yeah, like, like, it doesn't have the hair for Yaddle. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. Yeah. That we know of. It's still young. Oh, I want, actually, I want to give you guys... A little tidbit that I only found out recently. Baby Yoda cool. is the same age as Anakin. Yes, I found Whoa. that out as well. And I yeah, and, 50 and years. I feel like that with Filoni involved, like, is that that's there's no way that's that's an accident, right? Right. <laughs> um They're twins. Filoni. What if, what if Baby Yoda was secretly the chosen one this whole time? <laughs> yes. Baby Yoda's going to come back for episode nine to bring balance to the force. <laughs> you know what the, the great thing about he's Baby Yoda? If he comes back after episode nine, he's still a fucking toddler. You're so right. <laughs> he's still Baby Yoda. He's, like he's still, it's, it's just, he's still like being cradled by the Mando post episode nine. We have so many that, years ahead of us of Baby Yoda cuteness. Mm-hmm. And then that, adolescent that would be cuteness. A- that would be a really interesting concept if they did the new Star Wars film that featured Baby, Baby Yoda, Yoda as, the, as the lead protagonist. Yeah. And he's like, he's still hanging out with R2 and C3PO and BB-8 <laughs> and like thousands of years later. Um, hundreds, sorry, not thousands. Like, but, uh, um, I think that'd be pretty The cool. fleet shot of episode nine, the Razor Crest flies in and the man yeah. is in the cockpit and little Baby Yoda is <laughs> like yes. in a car seat. <laughs> Sitting shotgun in his car seat. <laughs> He's wearing a, a Yoda Mando helmet. Yep. With his ears sticking ears, out of yeah, the ears sides. Are out. Oh um, my god. That'd be I also, um, he needs to get on that. Our armorer <laughs> needs to get on that now. What if he honorary man? What if he gets the best guard and makes little armor for baby Yoda instead? <laughs> uh, okay, you're getting my hopes far too high because that would be so cute. <laughs> so cute. Oh man. This is what did you also think son. about the theory from episode one, which I didn't we didn't see before we recorded, but actually um that doctor that's working with Werner Herzog, mm-hmm. whose name I can't remember, the client or whatever. Um apparently the like I thought it was interesting, like the color choices that he was wearing, mm-hmm. but we've also seen that in the Tarkin initiative, so it didn't really phase me too much. But the the patch on the side right. apparently resembles the Kaminoan Oh, uh, design. it straight up that is. That is fascinating. It straight up is. Like, 
I was I watched oh, okay. Attack of the Clones the other day too, and I noticed the clones they have that same patch. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's there's some. There's some oh my god, going they're on. gonna clone Baby Yoda. They're gonna clone Baby Yoda. Or is Baby Yoda literally Baby Yoda? <gasps> oh. Yeah, I mean. UK. <laughs> <laughs> what if when what if when Yoda went to go pick up the clone army the first time and they're like, hmm, can we have a uh, <laughs> DNA sample? <laughs> or they or he like sneezes in a tissue or something. They keep the tissue. <laughs> they're like, this, sperm- this <laughs> could be useful. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sperm clinic. <laughs> While I'm here, <laughs> like, oh, welcome, Master Yoda. Why don't you just come oh in this God. bottle? <laughs> 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 like then you can take your army. <laughs> we'll give you an additional two million if you give us some. Juice. Oh my god! He's like, hmm. I heard you want the green milk. Come get it. Oh no! Uh, oh god! My drink just came that, through my nose a little bit. So refreshing. <laughs> oh my god! We just reenacted the um skit from Rabbit Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, there was a picture going making the rounds of Yo- Baby Yoda, and people are convinced that it's he's a clone because of like a mole over the eye. Ooh, fascinating! But in my opinion, I looked at the image that they picked for that, and they also looked at other images um, of Baby Yoda in the episode, and I think that that's not the case. Mm. I think that. What people think is a mole is actually just the brow line. Oh yeah, mm. where it's folding in the corner. I feel like I think it's just that. But still, I think it's pretty interesting that we we've only seen two of these species in the entire galaxy in the entire history of Star Wars thus far. Mm-hmm. Both have four sensitive powers, and then this baby who is fifty years old. We know that the clone army were made around ten years before. Attack of the Clones. That's you know, might might slightly after maybe the baby was born, but I mean the Empire could have lied. <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah. I mean the it's, it's the Empire. So. Um, empire gonna that, Empire. If that was the case, I think this is more interesting stuff about the First Order and the Empire and Palpatine's plans because we already know that apparently the show is going to set up the the First Order. And we've all got theories about Snoke and all that jazz. What if, obviously, Palpatine is trying to create a way to extend his life. And he needs someone with four sensitive abilities and a long lifespan. Mm -hmm. What better person than Yoda? Yeah. I mean, they they kept his cloak (laughs) from River Joseph. (laughs) They did. (laughs) Remember <laughs> it, it, it fell off um, when he fought Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that now I just have this like image of like Palpatine sending shock troopers into Yoda's room. <laughs> like find whatever you can. <laughs> just like <laughs> like dirty underwear. There's loads of tissues under his bed. <laughs> Why is there a crusty Pick stock? It's tiny. tiny. It's a baby oh, sock. He does have tiny socks. <laughs> oh, little yummy feet. And um, 
Yeah, so I, I, I think that's interesting. I feel like, like Snoke in general, I think the idea of he was like this just random... If, if the plan fails and they have this like cobbled together weird cloning experiment that Palpatine has to like live through... Mm-hmm. I think a bit like you know, like in um, Harry Potter, where they just kept making these weird baby bodies of Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like here to like milk a snake to, to live and stuff. Yeah, that's the Snoke <laughs> that's version. That's what the kids Palpatine. are calling it: milking the snake to live. <laughs> that's what. You, that's what they <laughs> it do. is like legitimately Sorry. the phrasing, I believe. <laughs> I know it is the phrasing, but I definitely didn't picture it the way where you get the venom out of the teeth. Well, no, I definitely was thinking of a different kind of. Yeah, snake you got milk that, that snake titty. <laughs> Wormtail, Wormtail, Nagini must be milked. (laughs) Otherwise, I'll feed you to her. Uh. Kill the spare. (laughs) Get the tits out, though. Get the tits out for the spare. So, are we at this point writing for weird, creepy baby Palpatine needing Yoda milk? (laughs) Wah! Wah! Oh, God. I can't. Silk, you must milk the Yoda. <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like Snoke is just this. Oh, Snoke uh, is I think the, the be baby re- body. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Snoke would be like the really cool, weird, just cl- like he's the empty casket which Palpatine's soul resides in. And as soon as he gets killed, he's like goes back to where he was, but he doesn't really care because it's damaged already. Like I like the idea that when it's cut in half, for us at the time, it was like a big deal, but also it's like not a big deal at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, like I've always wanted to know why Snoke is so like mangled and and like his burned, like fused skin and shit. Um, it's just like a dead Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of Yarrow poof here, a bit of Yoda. It's, it's Palpatine's dad's body. <laughs> <laughs> He's thick. <laughs> oh God. Um. But yeah, let's just take a break from talking about Palpatine's dad. Hey. Um, <laughs> what did you think about like the Baby Yoda sort of sound effects and the puppet in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> they were they were like remarkably human noises. Yes, I think they, they were, were so good. human. Yeah, and um, he's real. He's real. The puppetry, of course, is just out amazing. Phenomenal. You know, it's. It's what it's what you expect <laughs> from Star Wars puppetry. <laughs> Always looking mm-hmm. tip top, um, and yeah, no, there are just so many. I like I, I don't. I think it started from the very beginning of that shot where the little floaty egg thing is following, like just floating next to him, and his little ears are like sticking up, and he's like surveying the land. <laughs> I like from then yeah. on, and I was like, oh, it there there was no there's no downhill moment it was only up from there um and it just kept getting cuter and cuter i think the part where he tries to heal him is probably probably my favorite oh he's like, i got this dad oh, he's so cute <laughs> he's like, let me help you then he's like str- straining and struggling to like do it and then he's like get back in your thing it's so good oh i genuinely was like it's been a week. No, no, it wasn't even a week. It was only a few days. But I was like, you know, we're all crazy on the Baby Yoda hype. But I'm going to, you know, just relax, calm down. hope it doesn't get too ridiculous. 
And then as soon as he made the baby noises and got out of the, of the crib, I was I was dead. My eyes were anime character level, mm-hmm. like <laughs> bright stars. eyed stars coming out of it. I was crying. I had to look after. I will protect him with my life. He's a fictional character. <laughs> I don't care. I will protect that child with everything. Also, can I just say as well, like, amazing kudos to the team that created that puppet because, like. That's that's such a design or like a, a concept that could have gone so wrong. Yeah. And they did it so right. There's nothing about that design which feels wrong. Which makes me even more confused about the Phantom Menace puppet. <laughs> <laughs> because if this is what they could could have done, mm-hmm. why did he I mean you got baby odor? You got Yoda, you got the the CG Yoda, and then you got middle aged Yoda, who <laughs> you know was a meth addict. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, I just it's weird. Yeah, I just, it just made me think about that because I was like, if only they had the sort of budget they had for this to get that sort of done. It's, but you know, it's why I'll always stand by uh, CGI Phantom Menace Yoda. It yeah, just it just makes it you know. Yeah. Work better. <laughs> Hide that other thing. It didn't happen. <laughs> I wonder where that thing no, is. I, I know, I'm. I'm really not convinced, though, that Baby Yoda is a puppet. I'm just. I just think he's real. It's a child. I don't oh, understand how that thing is not real. Exactly, a I baby just, in a suit. <laughs> it, it's something like that. I don't understand the way his ears move, like a little like terrier. Mm-hmm. The way that he like when he's like nervous, he like pins them back, and when he's excited, they go up. And his eyes, he's just so curious and so like so full of like spunk. And I just oh, just catching frogs and trying to help. You know, new daddy out. Oh, that part oh where he like God. pounces on the frog is is too much. He was my hero. <laughs> too much. It was just enough. <laughs> too, much, too much for my heart. I loved him. I was like, yes, eat all the frogs. I don't think I've. I have to go. Oh God. I have to go, guys. Oh no. Hmm? Um. Do you mind if I get someone else in to talk about this segment with you while I pop out quickly? Oh sure, Charlie. Okay. All right. But back in a second. Oh God. Here we go. Hi ho! Oh God! Oh, uh, who's this? Hey, is it Kermit, Kermit the Frog? <laughs> hey Kermit, how you doing, man? Um, yeah, um, frog abuse. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's no joke. It's no joke. It's no joke. We should be more sensitive to it. You're right. My, Don't I'm sorry. eat frogs. No. <laughs> Kermit. Are you talking about the Mandalorian? <laughs> yes. Yes, Miss Piggy. Oh my god. I'm, I'm, Miss Piggy. I'm gonna go. Same time next week, eh? Oh! <laughs> I knew he was. Sh- she was stooping Lando. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. I've been poked again. I've gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kermit. Go call your lawyer, buddy. <laughs> that, Scooter. That reminds me of a uh, that YouTube video where Mickey Mouse finds Goofy fucking Minnie, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then, there, then he's like in the court. And he's like, "You uh-huh. said your wife was 
extremely silly. It's like, no, I said she was fucking goofy. (laughs) (laughs) Gold. Baby Yoda, though. <laughs> Baby Yoda, man. I don't think I've ever that seen frog. anything so cute. Where like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to kill something. <laughs> like I will like, murder all of you to protect him. Like it literally made me want to scream into my pillow at how cute it is. Yep. Um, like it, it hurts how cute it is. And I think it's- if anything happens to Baby Yoda, we are all canceling Disney Plus. Yep. And you don't touch Disney, hair. Disney on stock his will head. plummet. <laughs> 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 and likely. Bob Iger <laughs> will retire with ten bucks in his wallet. <laughs> yep. That these are the stakes. Yeah, these up. are the stakes, Lucasfilm <laughs> and Disney. <laughs> we will bankrupt you. <laughs> Bob Iger won't be doing any masterpiece uh, master plan YouTube series. No, he'll have to because that's the only way he can make money. <laughs> <laughs> How to kill a baby. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, while we're talking about a lot of this cool stuff, we got the, the Mudhorn, who is the Reek's sexy cousin. Um, team Reek or Team Mudhorn? Um... The Mudhorn's got a better theme. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, the way that music it was, was just so done. It was so good. It's so, like, I, I can't even describe, it's weird to describe it. It's like, it's like bone crunching a mm. bit. Like It really got like me tribal, in the feels. I felt like it in my bones. Oh, th- those were your bones crunching? Yeah, those were my bones crunching. That's how much I felt it. It was so good I could hear it whilst I was watching the episode as well. Yeah, all the way in the UK, man. That's that's a long yeah. way to hear the crunching. And the tribal funk as well. A tribal funk. A tribal funk. I thought you said treble funk. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it better. A treble tribal funk. The treble tribal funk. Of course. Um, but before we go into all that sort of cool details and stuff, I have to ask you guys, was there any moment that specifically stood out to you to be the best? Um, Claire, you want to go first? Oh, God. Well, I... Yes, that bit was really cool and got up here. I think that probably it's... I feel like this is probably a going to be a popular answer here, but the moment where Baby Yoda sat up in his little hover egg... And started using the force and stopped the mudhorn and looked exactly like Yoda trying to stop those, you know, trying to stop Count Dooku in Attack of the Clones. They looked identical to me and just, oh, that like, and the music that was playing during that time. Watching sweet baby boy put every last drop of his energy and effort into protecting his new his new daddy, his new diddy. Um, wow, and that was it. Was everything out. about it hit right? 
He knocked himself out for hours. That's how much energy he put into this. He's so cute. Sweet little pup. It was so cute. And it was cute. And it was emotional. And it just it hit me exactly where it needed to. And there's that and I loved the Mandalorian afterwards. Um just kind of realizing, holy shit, there's something really special about that kid. I don't know what the hell just happened, but this kid is special. So anyway, that moment wowed me. I also love how, like any new parent, he was basically just like, this thing's still breathing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Every 30 seconds. (laughs) He's like, okay, okay, we're good. We're good. It's still here. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah that that was a that was a great i mean that was just one of those that was one of those um you'll never forget yes. watching it moments yeah it's like watching yoda lift the x-wing out of the swamp mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah it's one of those moments for me that would have been cooler if um an empire yoda took a nap after <laughs> <laughs> Is the fuck out. He's like, and I am and tired. I am rest. I must. It's like that's why Luke leaves. <laughs> like, yeah, just, why are you leaving, Luke? Yeah, just out for He's a asleep. week. Oh my god! You can't leave now. You must continue the training. He's asleep. <laughs> He's I, not I double, doing me shit. Double check that he was breathing. <laughs> Is he okay? <laughs> Also, I think we know why he landed, he picked Dagobah. It wasn't out of some sort of deep regret that he has to now be in exile. It's because he wanted lots of fucking frogs yeah, to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Staple diet. Mmm, snickstera. Mmm. Like, um, sh- <laughs> like Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so good. Uh, what about you, Nikki? Favorite moment? Mm. Um, I'm going to go for one a little weirder. I think, of course... Yes. Claire's is the standout moment, but I think uh, there was a part that <laughs> it, it's it's very much the kind of stuff I like, where the Mando sitting in the cockpit of the the what's it called the sand crawler, and he's just yeah. like cramped in there, and he's like, "What the fuck am I doing?" And then all of a sudden, <laughs> just a single Jawa turns and looks at him and goes, "Suga." <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. It's the best. (laughs) The comedy in this episode is so well done. Excellent. It's so well done. And yeah, that's also one of my favorite scenes. And it's just like (laughs) Pedro has so much to do with that. Like he has to do all the acting with just his body and his voice. Mm -hmm. But the way he he, like uses that mask is so well done. Because even though he's wearing the exact same mask for every other scene, you can tell how pissed off he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and but also kudos to whoever played that Jawa. Yeah. So because good. they're also covered up and you could see the glee in their face. The Jawa performers were, were excellent. <laughs> it so was good. so yeah. good. And like the whole like <laughs> negotiation scene and you know, they're like throwing shade at him and he pulls out the flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! And it's just like, oh man, this is so good. And yeah, like <clears throat> I think like we talked about it in the last episode, but like so much credit to Pedro and how he like plays the Mando because like, I know I was a little, not, not like skeptical, but like I didn't want him to be boring because, and just be so like, so, Oh, I'm a bad bounty hunter. I'm going to be 
doing this. And like, there's literally, there's so much character out of the way that like Pedro performs him within the costume. It's it's so good. Yeah. I think that's a, a really cool kudos to the team behind the Mandalorian and also the marketing department, because someone, someone wrote a tweet about this, which I thought was excellent and did a really great summary of it all, which was that, they marketed this show as a badass Mandalorian, which in many cases it is. It is a, a really cool show where this cool character um, is a badass. But at the same time, he's not. He's a he's a daddy. He's human. Nobody expected that. Yeah. Nobody expected this this caring, ridiculous, like trying to learn how to ride a weird animal yeah. and being a daddy. Also, and like on top of all of that weirdness, like when it comes to the actual fight scenes, he's not perfect. He gets knocked not, around. Yeah. He gets mm-hmm. bumped and bruised. He gets beaten up and he keeps going. It's just, it's, it, 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 I love having characters that, you know, the, the perfect, like, shiny, clean hero who never gets touched and just, like, there's a reason that I'm not a huge Superman first person. Mm-hmm. It's because, yeah, you are you can't beat Superman. And then if you do kill Superman, guess what? He's going to be back in five seconds anyway. He's he's untouchable pretty much, okay? Superman, he's going to be fine. He's fine. But I, I just I just love those characters that are flawed and that are human and, and not perfect. And and one thing's for sure, watching his hands get squished in the in the flaps on the side of the sand crawler and watching him get knocked off the side, knocked out by a bunch of Jawas and thrown off the side of a sand like he just and and hit knocked aside by the mud horn and and anyway he's not perfect in any way and he's not a bona fide badass he's a little sensitive i love it i just want to i just want to apologize to all our kryptonian listeners who (laughs) may be offended by the comments you guys Uh, are great you're just you know you're 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 too strong What about kryptonite, Claire? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god, he comes back. He comes back. He's fine. Yeah, but it's Henry Cavill, you want him to come back. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> wow, that was a 180. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you brought up Henry Cavill, The Witcher, hitting Netflix December 20th, same day as Rise of Skywalker. Ooh. I will be dead. It's fine. Go see it's Star fine. Wars, go watch Witcher. Here we go. I'm going to die. Just so you know. I'm going to be dead that whole weekend. I have the whole weekend off. <laughs> I requested the entire weekend off of work. Yeah. Four days. There we go. <laughs> Claire, are you okay? And it's just like an empty house. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I'm melting. <laughs> um, have you have you eaten? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need food. Only Star Wars and The Witcher. I do love the point that the the fighting is very scrappy. Um yes. And like th- I think that's that also is what sort of cements him as the sort of like epic fighter he is where he's like it's very much a do whatever to to win kind of mentality um where like just watching him not give up on the sand crawler <laughs> until until like his armor was frozen essentially um he's like like no nope, fuck this and like he tries to shoot it and he just bolts after it which i remember on first viewing I was like, where are you going? You can't leave Baby Yoda. And then <laughs> the shot of the little thing like zooming behind it. <laughs> it Aww. cracked me up so much. Um, yeah, but yeah, this guy, this guy, does, he's not a quitter. Except at the end when he's like, I, shit. 
I'm fucked. <laughs> 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 I I really appreciate as well the um the visual of technology not working exactly to plan, and obviously he's not kitted out in the best sort of armor that he could have, mm-hmm. as we've seen. Um, I like how it malfunctions, how like the mud interferes with the blasters. It proves that even though the galaxy is a is like better than the world we're on right now, it's still got those issues. It's not perfect, and it it reminded me a lot of Attack of the Clones. You know, like the Django versus Obi-Wan scene where he has all this technology, but it doesn't always work. Like the jetpack uh, flies off and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it turns into a I fist do appreciate. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the sort of stuff I like. Mm. Um, as for my favourite scene in the episode, uh, like you just said, Nikki, it was the chasing the, uh, the sand crawler. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I couldn't shake the, f- I couldn't stop shaking the feeling that I n- this felt similar to me. And it wasn't until I saw Twitter people mentioning it, and I watched the episode again. I was like, of course, absolutely. And that is the. Like, if last week had loads of references to the classic, you know, uh, Japanese films, uh, samurai, and also Western films, this had a lot of uh, modern sort of references, and mainly India Jones and the Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole tank scene um, where, you know, Indy's fighting on the, the big tanker, that reminded me a lot of this sequence. Up to the point where they tried to, like, really cool. crash him into the canyon wall. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he does the whole big roll and, you know, mm-hmm. he's jumping over, throwing people outside of stuff. It also reminded me a lot of um, Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. when Luke's climbing up the cell barge. Right, right. Like, with the whole... Um, throwing the guy, <laughs> throwing out, the guy yeah. at the window. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which I really, I, I really liked that. that. That gave me a nice little reminiscent <laughs> moment. So good. <laughs> oh, it, it's such a good, like, action sequence. Because it's... Yeah, it's, it's like we said before. Like, it's both brutal and... But also funny and <laughs> just like absurd. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's such it was a great episode for all that. Yeah, I, I think um, I really enjoyed the episode. I think if we have any criticisms, I'll ask you guys in a second. I think my only major one is something that I think a lot of people have spoken about as well, which is the the lack of uh, roles for women in the show so far. Mm-hmm. I think is a bit, you know, iffy. Not that, I mean, we've still got a few episodes, a bunch of episodes to go, but two episodes in, we've had It's a quarter the of the show. It's a quarter of the season. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. We've had one major female character, the armorer, who only speaks, what, a few words? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... And then we've got this also ridiculous defense about animals being women. <laughs> Which is, I mean, if that's where you are in your argument. <laughs> All right, guys. If you want to make that argument, you're going to see me turn into a fucking animal. What you better fuck? rip your... F- Who's saying? Yeah, right. someone... Who, like, what normal functioning human <laughs> tries to, like, make that point? <laughs> someone made a point to a woman on Twitter... Making a very valid argument. Like, this is someone who enjoys the show as well. And also, criticism doesn't mean you don't like the show. It's a criticism. Yep. It's there to to help improve it. Nothing is perfect in this world. 
Absolutely. And if it was, it would be boring. Yep. Quite frankly. But when a woman on is is saying a point and your argument is your idea is to click reply on that tweet and tweet out but the blurgs were girls <laughs> oh, don't, don't do that <laughs> which which happened i saw it happen it's it's uh. i'm really um you know what you have a lot of really lucky women in your life i'm sure <laughs> Your wife and or girlfriend and or daughters and or mom and or female acquaintances in your life must be so happy to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being such an ally advocating for these female roles in Star Wars. Well done. (laughs) Yep, you're right. They were. And the the Emmy goes to the blurb. (laughs) (laughs) Best supporting actress. Yeah. Blurb three. Blurg three. My favorite blurg is blurg three. Let's yeah, be right. I mean, it's hell of a performance. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, here's my. Oh, good. Oh, sorry. Yeah, here's my quick theory. If they reveal Baby Yoda to be a girl, <laughs> the shit will turn. How <laughs> so, come she used the force so quickly in that episode? <laughs> so you can't see me, but you know that meme of the little girl who's smiling maliciously with a fire. The house burning down in the background. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the exact smile I just made. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nikki, go ahead. Yeah, I would just, just sort of like to bring it back to the, the lack of, like meaningful women roles so far. Like it's just it's kind of weird because like, we know they're coming, but also like where are they? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like we know we know Cara Dune is is gonna have a. A big role. Um, we have the uh, Fenric Shan, Fenric Shan, and the other the the actress from Twilight. <laughs> I forgot the Native American. Um, oh, what's actor. her name? I forgot. Oh, it was like Julia uh, Jones, Julia Jones, or something. Um, something like that. Like, oh crap! And Natalie, Natalie Tanner right, as well. The, the um, Tonks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like we know they're they're there. It's just yeah, why why is it taken? now three episodes at least to uh yeah to like bring them into the story um so i guess we'll we'll probably have to see wait and see how um by the end of this you know eight episode run if if they're done the proper justice but well it it is kind of like odd that you know they they build these characters i mean gina carano is on all the panels and on the posters and stuff and it's still been two. I, it admittedly only been, well, like an hour maybe of like this most recent episode was not that long, um, but yeah, it's like she wasn't in the first two episodes already. Yeah, when you only have an eight episode series, though, that's that's a decent chunk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't. I honestly don't really have much to add to that other than I'm in. A, I'm in agreement to that criticism. For sure. I feel it. It's but, you know, this is not dismissing it in any way. I'm as fuck a, women. I mean, you're right. <laughs> We're the worst, man. God. Always nagging. Oh, PMS. What have, what have men right? ever done? <laughs> Telling Mando to take out the trash and do the dishes and clean True. the this, this damn chick. 
Oh, God. I bet that you only saw Star Wars in TFA. <laughs> you only care about the Kylo Ren's and the penises. And the penis. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Well, no, you guys are the only ones who care about the penises because you're the ones complaining that there's too many ladies in your Star Wars now. So you are the ones who are really focused on the penises, if we're going to be real here. <laughs> well, technically, according to the EU, the penis is the main conduit for the force sensitivity. <laughs> It's like the Schwartz and Spaceballs. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Is the penis sentient? <laughs> yeah. From my dating experience, no. No, it is not. <laughs> true. True, though. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, my. <laughs> Which, um, that leads into our, our talking point. Uh, spit that out. <laughs> Wait, were um, you making a? Were you about to make a point on something, Claire? Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, no worries. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's it's sad that I'm so used to this by now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just used to not having, going back to not having female characters. And then the sad part about me is the majority of the internet is generally in agreement that the Mandalorian is rad, and I agree, it is rad. But it makes me sad that. We all seem to agree on that it's rad, and that seems to still be a... We agree that the original trilogy is rad. We agree that the Mandalorian is rad. What do they share? <laughs> like, same amount of female representation, even less. So, you know, I just... It's it's disappointing, I know, but I know that it's coming, and I hope that... I, I hope that... These the women that are added to this story enrich it and make it better. And I really hope that Cara Dune has as big of a role as I hope she does. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I agree. It's one of my major criticisms. And then on top of that, if I had to nitpick at this episode, it was admittedly since it was a it was kind of inconsequential to what's going on. You know, you don't have to show up back and have the razor crest be scrapped we could go on to the next important story point that sounds bad if we want to but this is me being really really nitpicky i enjoyed every single thing about this story but i don't think the story was essential to the rest of the plot that's coming up um i could be wrong the one thing that did happen out of it was Holy, holy shit, this kid can use the force. But I feel like that could have been done in a lot of ways. Um, not on this side quest. Um, but also, you know, I'm I'm okay with it because it was really fun along the way and fucking off-world Jawas are awesome and cute baby Yoda and more time with our boy, I cannot pronounce his name, Queel? Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Like Nolte? Yeah. They, uh, and yeah, his I, name's Quill Nolte. <laughs> <Quill multi. laughs> um, I had a great time along the way. So that's me trying to be nitpicky, but also really enjoying this episode. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, well, speaking of that, uh, what would you rate it out of 10 Pescar? Who, me? Yes. Oh. Yes, you. Oh, me. Um, the woman. <laughs> the woman. The female perspective. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Freud. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, Charlie. Um, the comment. I would say pra a seven point five out of hmm. ten. 
but that's that's also because I enjoyed the first episode. I rated it an eight, I believe. Um, and this was, you know, I it was a lot of fun. And I and and this is I I'm a tough critic. Nothing is a perfect ten. Nothing will ever be a perfect ten. So, what about me? Well, yeah. I mean, of course you, Charlie. Oh, about Nikki, the true dime. Nikki, you think I would do this per- this podcast with anything other than perfect tens, people? Come on. True, true that. See, I accept nothing. I just, but want, the I, best. Just, I just want everyone else to know that we're all perfect tens. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Rate my so Star Wars us, podcast uh, com. Leave us a ten star <laughs> review. <laughs> if you want to leave us a five star review on iTunes, please do so. Because <laughs> we're perfect tens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Nikki? Um, hmm. yeah, I I don't really have any critique of the episode. Um, I, like I understand the point of, yeah, it does it does sort of feel like this isn't the main through line of the plot. Um, but it did do what it needed to do, which was, um, I think it revealed a lot of character and I think that's, that's like the, the important thing and sort of further establishing this relationship between Mando and, and baby, because I'm sure eventually he'll have to make a tough choice. (laughs) And, um, these kind of, these kind of episodes are the ones that I'm sure like, once we've seen the the story in its entirety, these are the ones we'll like sort of go back and fondly remember because it's these these quieter moments, these little interactions where they're like discovering each other. Um, I think those are the ones that are gonna sort of feel the feel the best <laughs> once like it'll it'll make us think fondly of this time. Um, my only criticism is I thought that egg was gross, man. <laughs> like like a furry when he's like patting the furry egg in the mud, I was like, ew. Oh my god. Like, no. But then mm. when they were eating it though, did that change your mind, Nikki? It was like it was full of like tubby custard. <laughs> it's a Cadbury cream egg. Don't you like Easter? <laughs> I do. And I want to eat the like giant cream egg like that now. <laughs> oh my god, same. That's but, immediately uh, what I crave. <laughs> It was, it was a little too yellow I in w- the middle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, this is the perfect opportunity for um, them to do a really cool Jawa Easter egg. And I was like, and then immediately, as soon as I thought that, my other part of my brain was like, no, they're going to just use a generic R2-D2 Darth Vader <laughs> Easter egg <Yeah>. again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true. It's true, though. Um, so yeah, I think I really liked the episode. I think it was it was really... Uh, like it was done without wasting time. Like I don't think I don't think there's any shot in the episode itself that wastes time. Um, so that's a credit to the the writing and directing as well. And um, yeah, I think I don't know. I'll give it. I'll give it an eight point five. Hmm. How about you, Charlie? I think, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. Um, I never felt bored during it, which is always a good sign. And I always remember Filoni's words about there never being filler. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like you said, I think the character development is really important. And I think that will lead into what we'll see 
um, next time, like if he just jumped from finding Baby Yoda to going to the Empire again, I don't know if I would have believed that he would immediately not give up the baby. Right. Like, you know. But also, I feel like we should really appreciate the fact that the person tasked with this, I mean, apart from everyone else who apparently was also tasked with it, which is also what we found out in the episode, is that the Trandoshans were given the tracking fob, which means, you know, all these other uh, people are probably tracking the baby as well. Yeah. I think we should be very grateful that um, Ray's parents aren't in charge of Baby Yoda. Because if you gave them some drink, that baby is gone. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they're just staring at it and go, hmm, how many drinks do we can get for this little bubba? (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So, (laughs) yeah, that's what they did with Ray. They just picked the baby up and sold it. (laughs) Um, I think that... I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as last week's episode. I think it was a really great um, episode again. So I'm going to go in the middle of what you guys said and go with 8. 8 out of 10. Um, so yeah, not perfect, but um, a really, really decent episode of The Mandalorian. Um, it shows that I really enjoy this character, which is always good when you have a series to watch. Um, and yeah, I just... I really like what they're doing with the show and I'm hoping it goes, continues in that direction and I'm excited to see more territory and different planets and different backgrounds and such. And Moff I Gideon. I liked. Bring <laughs> it. Moff Gideon. The death Troopers. Mm. <laughs> oh, you guys know how I feel about Death Troopers, those sexy beasts. <laughs> I mean, but Gustavo Fring, baby. Um, one thing really quickly on the, the filler point. <laughs> um, I, if basically, if ever I see someone online, right, like try to engage with something by calling it filler, I just mute immediately. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta be able to engage with a story more than just saying, "Oh, this was filler." Like, it's 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 very like shallow minded. I think. Um, so, we saw it in Rebels. We've seen it in every fucking show we've ever seen where they're just like uh, I didn't like that episode so it was filler he didn't, he didn't shoot enough stormtroopers so it was filler um, so yeah it's. I think you gotta be patient with long form storytelling and let it develop and I think these episodes are crucial in letting it develop I agree with that um well, I, I think that's all we've got time for this episode. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, if you would like to... Ca- <laughs> I just felt really sad. Then. Um, if you would like to catch up with us, don't forget to check out our website, imperialsenatepodcast.com. You can find all our information on there, Twitter feeds and such, so just go over there. If you have any questions for us about this episode of The Mandalorian, um, then email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com and we'll answer them on our next episode. If you'd like to help support the show, you can do so by picking up some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate podcast, or by becoming a patron on our Patreon page, where we've got some really cool um, film commentaries lined up. We've got Empire coming out this month, so that would be awesome. And if you haven't had enough of us yet, which I think is impossible, 
You can follow us on Twitter at ImpsNetPod or on Facebook by searching the Imperial Senate Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. The Force will be with you, always. Bye. Goodbye. Suga. 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 Suga.